0: Hi there, this is Connor Gilbertson, Public Relations Coordinator with the Region 5 Prevention Resource Center and Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of Deep East, Texas. I wanted to let you know before we get started that this is a podcast about substance use. Sometimes we are going to talk about stories or details that may be tough and uncomfortable to hear. Our overall goal is to help people be healthier and happier. With that being said, do what you need to take care of yourself. Feel free to pause and step away if you need to. This episode will be right here when you get back. The most important thing is that you take care of yourself. Thanks, now let's grow. Today we are here with Kim Simmons, the Director of Prevention at ADAC. How are you doing today?
1: Great, Connor. How are you?
0: Oh, not too bad. Before we get started, tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself.
1: Well, I'm the Director of Prevention Services here at ADAC. What that means is I'm responsible for any of the prevention programs we have, community-based or school-based, making sure that they're running properly, that we're upholding our ends of our requirements and things we're supposed to do with grants. Uh, Because our grants come from HHSC and other local sources, we have to stay on top of everything we have to do to fulfill those so that we can maintain services.
0: Let's go ahead and dive into some questions here. First and foremost, why is prevention important?
1: Well, I think prevention is important because it's It's a great means to stopping something before it starts or preventing something from continuing to be a problem or becoming an even bigger problem. So, it is an opportunity for anybody involved in prevention to look at, no matter where it is on that prevention spectrum, some people may think that by the time a student starts some type of behavior or maybe experiencing alcohol or other drugs, whether they're experimenting or using with friends, there's still an opportunity for prevention that keeps that from going to to the next level. So, prevention is a wonderful opportunity that we have to keep things from getting out of control, or if things are already in place, to keep them from getting even worse.
0: At what age do the youth prevention programs begin here, Edek?
1: Well, our prevention, believe it or not, will start pre-k three everybody kind of makes a face when we say that like you mean you have to talk to kids about drugs in pre-k three but if you think about it with pre-k three years and four before they're into the even into the school age range they're seeing and hearing a lot of things they don't even have to have older siblings to see things on tv and in the technology world that we live in if somebody's got access to a tablet or a phone chances are They've seen some behaviors that either mimic that of drug use. They've seen drug use directly. They've seen home videos, YouTubes, and TikToks of people drinking and using drugs. So the reality is they've already had some exposure. One of the reasons we start so young as well is that we know learned behavior is an opportunity to change people's mindset. So like many of us parents, if we could tell our kids to brush their teeth one time in their life, and that would be a wonderful thing, and they would be done, and that we'd never have to worry about their their care of their mouth, again in reality we know that's not true we have to reinforce and reinforce so everything we start with our littles is about healthy habits taking care of themselves keeping their bodies healthy healthy choices even on small things like snacking Um, who should give them medications and who are trusted people that can offer that to them so that they don't get their hands on the wrong thing and that they trust the wrong people and then they're in danger before they ever even know it so once we get past the littles as we call them with our pre-k 3 and and pre-k fours then we'll start school-based programming and as many people know like I said before with technology if you ever can't work a tablet an iphone a computer just put a kid in front of it they can work it a lot faster than most of us adults as they have access to information online it's never too early to at least start the conversation and engage these children in it so that it's not uncomfortable or uncommon for them as they start progressing through the years
0: and about how many schools on average do we typically see a year
1: that varies our party to department, which is home to Leo the Drug-Free Lion, they'll literally see 20,000-30,000 students a year, and that's covering a 12-county region. With our other programs that have a set curriculum and they go into schools, that also depends on the particular school year. There's many outside factors we've run into with prevention. For example, if a school becomes a closed campus due to academic probation because their scores were not quite up to par, or if they've had an administrative change that's created them to not allow outside resources to come in, then our staff can't deliver curriculum as normal. But on an average year, all of our educators are in as many locations as they can be at in the 12 counties as the schedule allows and as the schools allow us to be in.
0: So I know we just talked about our party department a little bit, but what other prevention programs are there at ADAC?
1: We have some youth prevention programs, which are our YP uh, programs that start with indicated, selective, and universal and those those vary depending on the ages that they've seen and then also which curriculum that they would use we do community coalition partnerships which are ccp grants those are in our Nacogdoches and Polk counties and then we also have the prevention resource center that we have that goes and looks at data collection and looks at community networking as well. So we have a lot of different levels that we're trying to hit with prevention, not just in a school setting, but on a community level, and then also in a more I guess you would say global or like with the coalitions we look at environmental change. This is where we're looking at putting in things that are preventative such as no smoking ordinances and park protection and environmental changes that would last long beyond the grant or any of us that would keep the community healthy.
0: With National Prevention Week coming up, what would be your main message you would want everyone to know about prevention?
1: a, a good message for prevention is it's an opportunity. Many people look at things like this National Prevention Week coming up, or Red Ribbon Week, or many of the other campaigns that we celebrate or participate in, and they look at it as work, or they look at it as a distraction. What well, We see this as an opportunity to talk with people, to open the door to talk with kids, much like you'll see uh, the NFL and largely televised things will go completely pink and support a breast cancer awareness. Or you see Red Ribbon as a well-known campaign, and you see Red Ribbon everywhere it's an opportunity to talk about oh what does that indicate and what does that mean just because someone wears crazy socks during red ribbon week they're not drug-free the rest of their life I wish it was that easy but when we set out these days in Red Ribbon Week to decorate schools and businesses and kids get excited about it. They do pep rallies. They have all this interaction. What this does is it creates conversation. Why are we doing this? What does this look like? We do Red Ribbon Week because we're celebrating the fact that we need to stand up for being drug-free. We tell the story on what happened. National Prevention Week that's next week. Sort of a twofold this year and that is it's saying that prevention does work and we've seen many instances not just in the substance abuse world but many instances of where prevention saves lives. Prevention is where we could start some healthy habits and behaviors, then those will grow on and on and on, and they'll be passed to generations. The seatbelt's the biggest thing I can think of that's a great example of that. You can talk to grandparents and other people, and they'll talk about the day when nobody in the car wore a seatbelt. Kids were climbing all over the seats. You took babies home from the hospital in the front seat of your car in your arms. There were no car seats. The seatbelt law is a preventative effort that took place that's now a mandated law that saved hundreds of thousands of lives now. Now that has been carried over through generations. Elementary age generation kids today, they don't think twice about having to put a seat belt on. It's a given. You don't even have to tell most of them to do that. They know this and it's just a preventative effort that has been passed down, has been put into place. So National Prevention Week that we're moving into is a way to celebrate prevention. It's a way to look at why prevention is so important, why we would want to be involved with initiatives that support preventative efforts. And here at ADAC one of the other things we're doing on a national level they've recognized that this particular field is one that needs to be celebrated so next week ADAC as a prevention team will be celebrating our prevention staffers we're going to provide lunch and recognize years of service and talk about what prevention is and why it's so important and why we need to uplift and keep each other motivated in that sometimes with prevention I think we get to plant the seed but we may not always see the difference. And you wonder how much of small tokens that you're giving these young people, how much are they carrying with them and how much do they remember and how much makes them think. We know because we've run across people that they tell us. And and I'm gonna share a story with you. Just recently, myself and Kim Bartell, who works in our Prevention Resource Center, we were able to go see Speaker of the House Phelan, who is in our Beaumont region. We were talking to him on services and ADAC and what we're doing. And some of the initiatives that are coming up. And he was not there, but his representative his office staff that was there with us began to tell us a story about how he remembered being in school and he remembered the programming we did. He remembered the programming that we did down to the tools that we used in class to teach him. The specific tool that we had that taught about tobacco and the cancers, and it was a model that showed the cancer growth that occur in the mouth, and you could feel it and talked about it. He went home. Home and talked to his father about how that scared him because his father was a dipper at the time and he said that his father to this day still has the last round carton of chewing tobacco that he was using at the time that he had purchased that day on his desk as a reminder of why he doesn't dip today because of his child that came home and did that for me that was a very neat connect to see this young man who's now a grown-up and in the working field remembered the work that we did and the examples given in class went home and told a parent who put that down that many years ago and to this day is not used that's a wonderful story and that's a wonderful connect on how prevention can be given to one person and shared with another and we don't know the long-term impact, and we don't always get to know the outcome of that. We don't always get to hear those wonderful success stories and and all the great things, so we relish those when we get them, and we love to hear those stories, but it was very encouraging to know that the work that that someone had done just by some simple education had impacted that family in a great way.
0: that'd definitely be one of those things as far as looking at the prevention programming along with these national campaigns that we go through, such as Red Ribbon Week and National Prevention Week. It's about being there first off, but then making sure that the message is provided, not just thrown out, but actually allowing people who are attending and listening to soak it in so that way they can carry their lessons home and potentially make an impact outside of their schools. But that's definitely something really great to hear. Last question I have is, you know, what drives you as the director of prevention?
1: Stories like what I just shared with you. What drives me is when we go to schools, and if I get to go in and, and visit staff as they're presenting their material, I get to see kids that have seen our programming in years past. Leo the Drug-Free Lion has his own drug-free song. At the beginning and the end of presentations, Leo sings his song and it has hand motions with it and the kids sing it. And it's a very catchy tune that staff, they have it rattling in their head as they sleep. But when you have an older student and you pull up at a school and you say, hey, we're setting up in the elementary gym, which is the best way from here. And they start singing the hey oh hey oh the key is just to say no they start singing Leo's song it's catchy it fits with them it sticks with them those are the things that I know because when I think about prevention and, and the power that some of these people have like our teachers do in classrooms many of us can think of like monumental things that occur in life you can't always remember who the first person who did this or the scientist that discovered this but who is your fourth grade teacher who is your favorite high school teacher and you can get down to those things and people remember that well as educators what we're able to do in tapping into the schools is we have that one-on-one connect that classroom connect we have the ability to reach these students and we get to see many of these students year after year as they progress through the programs and these people remember you and they remember what you're what you're teaching them maybe they don't always remember the presentation from A to Z but they remember it was something alcohol and drug related they remember there's a danger to it so they have an aspect for that so so for me, starting my career here at ADAC a long time ago over in, in clinical, like 28 years ago, and then migrating over to prevention, my motivation for prevention is seeing the kids that actually get changed. And then more as prevention has evolved here at ADAC is also seeing how the work we've done with community coalition work and ordinance that get passed and these environmental changes that stay and then being part of the PRC that's connected with 12 other PRC's across the state and is involved in this huge data mapping and sharing that's literally changing the way the state is scoring grants because of the data that's being collected in this area that's pretty powerful to know that you get to be a part of an agency that's impacting on so many levels. So, my motivation for prevention is like really easy. It's hands down that we get to see the impact that we do over the years. There's so much more good that comes out of this than anything else, and I can see how it changes the landscape of schools and communities where we're in. And that that's exciting. That's what keeps you working late when you don't even mind working late, and that's what keeps you pulling into the office in the mornings and you're not begrudgingly going to work. I, I literally love what I do. It's just been a blessing and so enjoyable for me.
0: If you or someone you know needs help with a substance use issue or concern, or if you just want more information, you can call the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of D.P.S. Texas 24-7 at 1-800-445-8562. Give, Get, Grow is a production of the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of D.P.S. Texas and the Region 5 Prevention Resource Center. We work in Angelina, Hardin, Houston, Jasper, Jefferson, Nacogdoches, Newton, Orange, Polk, Sabine, San Augustine, San Jacinto, Shelby, Trinity, and Tyler counties, where we offer prevention, intervention, and treatment programs and services. The Prevention Resource Center has a ton of information about the region available for free as a part of its mission. For more information, visit adacdet.org/prc5. That's A D a c d e t slash prc five a big thanks to kim simmons for speaking with us today and sharing a little bit about prevention and a big thank you to all the listeners don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes follow adac on facebook at a d a c d e t and on instagram at a d a c underscore d e t thank you for joining us be safe and take care of yourself and we will see you next time here on give get grow